Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of the Information Security Media Group, and I'm speaking with Chris Raleigh, the first Chief Information Security Officer of the State of Vermont. Welcome, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you, Eric? I'm fine, too. Thanks. Unlike the federal government, Vermont does not have the equivalent of FISMA, the Federal Information Security Management Act regulations, or Office of Management and Budget Directives to guide agencies in assuring information systems and data are secure. What's being done in Vermont to provide such information security compliance? Security in the state of Vermont is, is very young right now. I've been in this position for approximately seven months. I'm still in the discovery phase, exactly what needs to be done. I have worked with the Secretary of State's office and talked about some things that are going to need to go to legislature. My direct report, who is the CIO of the state, has uh, some thoughts and ideas of things. Uh, right at the moment, nothing has actually been moved into legislature to have any kind of codification occur at this time. What are some of the big challenges Vermont faces in securing IT, and how are you addressing them? There's been a lot of stovepiping, and we're trying to move more towards an enterprise architecture right now. Getting people out of their stovepipes and starting to work interagency as well as intra-agency is a challenge. People get into, you know, well, this is the way it's always been done mentality, and sometimes it's difficult to, to get people to move out of that. People have their own sort of domains, and they're the lord of their domain, and that's, that's where they feel comfortable. You know, part of it is a trust issue as well. There's now an office of a CISO here in the state, and that's new to people, and, and that involves change. And as we all know, change is difficult. But mostly one of the largest difficulties is the stovepiping of agencies at this time. Also the fact that there really has not been a solid security office in the state has made it difficult. People don't know that uh, I'm here or that my office is here, and they don't always think to consult with, with me before they start standing up an application as they're writing documents designs, things like that. But it's getting better actually quickly. You know, people are happy and, and very encouraged to have someone in this position and to have someone to turn to to say, well, what should I do about X, Y, or Z? Or how should I handle that? What's the best practice? There's a lot of policy writing that needs to be done. There's a lot of evaluation, you know, risk assessment, risk analysis. Those kinds of procedures need to be stood up and then put on schedules and help various agencies with identifying their strengths, identifying their weaknesses. Those kinds of things are going to be a challenge, especially in the times of cutbacks and the economy on a downslide. Resources have been cut back. People have been cut back. So that is another big challenge right now. When you discuss the problems with stovepiping, why is that a problem for information security? People look within their own realm. Networks and function and business in general doesn't live in a vacuum. Agencies are connected or interconnected in various different ways. And if each agency is sort of out there doing their own thing without consideration of how is this going to impact another agency or another department or even departments within agencies, then you end up having these huge gaps in security. So one of the things that we're working very hard towards is centralization of our databases and things like that to try to consolidate, which economically saves money, but it also makes it a little more efficient in, in the security realm because if you can standardize 
what applications are used or standardized, what procedures are going to be followed, even something down to as simple as what USB drives are we going to use and how are they going to be encrypted and what application is going to monitor that. You can't function in that way in a stovepipe. It's very important that we try to open that up, get some communications going. Also, we have resources across the state that can be shared. And right now, in some instances, that is not happening. That's a waste of resource. It's a waste of, you know, a lot of people's energy in having these individual little stovepipe areas working in their own vacuums. With the president about to announce some kind of cybersecurity initiative and Congress looking to reform FISMA, what kind of impact would or could that have on states like Vermont? Vermont specifically is going to be in a reasonably good position when that comes out. We're working towards all the right things. We're getting our policies in line, you know, lining up our ducks the way that actually the federal government is looking like they're going to request that things be done. We make sure that we've got our licensures taken care of. You know, we're doing everything right now. I, you know, I do keep watching what's going on with the federal government and where they appear to be heading and try to make sure that Vermont is heading in the same direction so that when mandates do start coming out, that will be there or at least well on our way to what the government is looking for. I think overall we're, we're going to be fine. Is there anything the federal government should be doing to help states in implementing cybersecurity? I really would like to see the federal government give IA and IT areas the funding that it needs to support the technology that it's going to need, the people power that is going to be required, even down to people who are educators within information security. Like here in Vermont, I've set up a, uh, a website that's public-facing site to try to teach the, the citizens as well as state employees about information security. We have a security training program for our employees, but it's very difficult to get that word out statewide without some more resources. Stimulus packages seem to go in directions that aren't always looking and focused on technology. I guess some support financially would be my ultimate answer. The idea now is you help establish a sort of a, a base for information security and then from there they could decide how to organize it, how to govern it? Yes, that's probably what we're going to end up doing. To have an organization of CISOs within the state, we can do that. That would be probably a good thing. It would be cross-industry people. And I'm assuming that most CISOs have many of the same challenges that they have to deal with no matter what industry they're working in, whether it's government or private industry. The national CISOs and national CIO group, and those have been, for me, very helpful to turn to some of them and say, how do you handle certain situations? What are you doing? about setting up your risk analysis or, you know, something like that. And that's been extremely helpful. I don't know if we're going to be getting a group of CISOs or CIOs here in the state of Vermont in the near future, but it is certainly something that will maybe coming down the road with the federal mandates. What the federal government is doing, would you say that will influence states a lot, what, they just, what, the, what the Obama administration or what Congress decides? Yes. I think so. It's going to standardize a lot of things, but I also think it's going to increase communications between states, and it's going to, I believe, help states align with each other on a, on a security level. Right now, you know, it's like I was talking about within the state of Vermont, the agencies sort of being stovepipe. There are groups out there right now, organizations that are trying to sort of fix the stovepipe situation within state. They still are pretty stovepiped. People don't talk to each other or relate situations to incidences that may occur very willingly. There's also a sense of mistrust, which if you're a CISO, you have reason to mistrust. Um, I was at a conference where a person got up in front of us and said, I don't trust anyone in this room. Well, it sounded rather glib at the time, but 
she had every reason to say that. But hopefully with the federal government setting up some regulations and, and things, I think it's going to have to come down to states are going to have to start communicating better. We're going to have to start sharing some resources. There's going to be a tremendous amount of work that needs to be done. Nobody wants to have to reinvent the wheel every time something needs to be stood up. There'll be some good things come out of this as far as communications within states, some innovation of information and information sharing. And then the other part of it that's going to be more of a downside is people are going to be scrambling to try to meet regulations or standards that maybe for individual reasons they can't or maybe they don't have the resources to do it at the time. So that's going to be a a large challenge, I think, for a lot of states. What has surprised you the most about information security in Vermont since taking office? Well, I have to say that the biggest surprise is, and it's been a very pleasant surprise, actually, is that people from the governor down are very supportive of information security. They're actually aware of it. It's nice to have support from the top down. Chris, I thank you very much for spending some time with me today. Well, thank you for asking me. It's been a pleasure. That's Chris Raleigh, Chief Information Security Officer for the state of Vermont. For the Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.